The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, hello and welcome again to another episode of the Source of Truth podcast. And thank you for joining us, whether you're listening to this or watching this on demand and archive later, or whether you're watching this live uh, Friday right at 11 o'clock, uh, we're glad you're with us and giving us the opportunity just to be part of your day and hopefully an encouragement. I want to say thank you to the many who have just made a point to just say how much they appreciate, whether it's the fact that these devotions are available. And uh, it just is nice to know I've never really been worried about how many uh, but to, who watch or listen, but it's encouraging to know uh, that we're able to be a voice of calm and a voice of encouragement in a time of chaos in our world. And we know the Word of God is that. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It's the thing that brings calm, it brings things that brings clarity. Uh, but too much in the world today, um, people aren't wanting to go to it. And so we're grateful that we have a chance to use this. This tool is an opportunity to be an encouragement, and we hope you are, and we're grateful for all those who have taken point to join us and even ask questions or thoughts and add things. Please, I hope you understand one thing. Sometimes uh, when I say things, people have asked, have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? One, possibly, and I just didn't state it in the devotional, or two, no, and that's not wrong. The Bible is so, there's so much to offer in Scripture. Uh, the one thing that's unique about it is you're going to see things in Scripture I didn't. And for one of the reasons you're going to see things I didn't is because Scripture will speak to you in a way it won't to me because I may not need that at the moment where you do. Uh, it's very personal. It works very specifically in the lives of, of Christians. And uh, so when sometimes you share a thought with me, it's a great encouragement to me as well, something that I totally missed. And uh, so I appreciate that level of encouragement. Never, ever offended by that. Some have asked if I've been offended. Never offended as I see someone engaged in Scripture, engaged in listening and thinking about this. And so we're so grateful for you to be here today. And we're going to do something unique. I mentioned that uh, we'll go verse by verse, section by section, but some sections we're not going to go through. And, and uh, so we're going to kind of jump over Proverbs 7. Proverbs 7 dealing specifically, uh, basically with a, um, basically the a immoral woman. And that's a great study. And other times I've just chosen not to do that in this live stream devotional setting. Uh, but we are going to do something. I mentioned several times that throughout Scripture or throughout Proverbs, Solomon takes some time to really encourage and remind his son. And then again, of course, us, um, the need for wisdom the power of wisdom, the importance of seeking after wisdom. So what we're going to do is I'm going to look at something in chapter 6 and then really all of chapter 8 talk about the value of wisdom. So let's start in Proverbs chapter 6. i got to look for the verse I was. I did not mark it or write it down. Um, let's go to verse 20. Proverbs 6 verse 20 says, My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. So he talks about the commandments and instructions coming from his parents, which is kind of the source of wisdom. Listen to the people who God is using to give wisdom. But he says there's three things in the next verse that are so practical. And if any of you have ever found yourself in these times struggling with the events of the day and just how it all works, you're going to find this verse to be very practical. Um, verse 22, when thou goest... It shall lead thee through all our day. 
What we're doing with, the wisdom will guide us and lead us. But this is the one that really caught my attention. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. You know how your mind just runs a million miles an hour when you're sleeping and it just overwhelms you? He says wisdom, well, it will guide you. It will help you, protect you, and keep you while you are sleeping. And when thou wakest, it will talk with thee. It will encourage you. This wisdom is necessary. And that's why it's so important to go after because... Uh, the world is full of their own ideas, but it's not godly wisdom, and therefore it doesn't work. It falls apart as it has since the time of Noah, since, well, since the time of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel. And all that time, man's wisdom just does not have the answers. And it's a continual self-centered, moralistic thing we think will work, and we keep repeating it. It doesn't solve itself. It's God's wisdom that has been given to us in his word that we need to follow. So let's go over to chapter 8. Because that one talks about the three things, how it, how it works while we're, while we're walking through the day, what we're, and our guidance, how it helps us when we're asleep, helps us when we're going through the day, and it continues to encourage us. But in verse 8, wisdom, it's a unique um, level of parallelism, a metaphor in chapter 8, because what happens is Solomon gives this idea of wisdom, gives wisdom a voice. And so we see in verse, I won't read the entire chapter, I guess what we're going to do is kind of overview the entire chapter and I encourage you to take some time if you haven't recently read chapter 8. Uh, just read the whole thing in the area of wisdom. Uh, maybe take it three to four, five minutes if you're, if you're not the quickest reader, uh, as would be me. Um, so Proverbs chapter 8, it says, Doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She, being wisdom, standeth in the top of high places by the way in the places of the past. Now here's the voice. Verse 3 says, She, or wisdom, crieth at the gates and the entry of the city at the coming in at the doors. Now, again, if you read the entire thing, he continues to talk about the call and the cry, and there's different things. So what I've done is I will take the next few minutes, and I've kind of taken chapter 8 and broken it up into four thoughts that we can see about wisdom. I usually don't do these in these devotionals, break it up like this. Uh, uh, kind of more like what I do in preaching. But today I'm going to do this and break it up into four thoughts. And so the first one is we see wisdom's cry. She cries to the gates of the entry of the city, the coming in at the doors. Uh, he said, verse 4, unto you, O men, I call. My voice is to the sons of men. Now, I like what he says in verse 5. It's important. He's simple. Oh, ye simple, understand wisdom. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Now, simple, understand it. Listen, the simple, he says in the scripture, they're not necessarily those against what's going on. They just haven't developed um, the spiritual growth, spiritual maturity. So it'd be the picture of a young child that uh, really hasn't understood the world, the part of the world. And so a lot of the things that would take place, a young child would say, I don't understand this. And so they're talking to those who are not necessarily carnal per se. They just haven't grown in Christ for one reason or another. They're new to salvation. Uh, they've chosen to ignore the things they've been taught, but for whatever reason, they're not growing. So I encourage you simple, um, understand wisdom. Listen and understand the importance of it. But then he says, you fools, be of an understanding heart. Listen, you fools, you're still at the point where you can grow. Don't sit there and look back and think, I don't need it. Please understand the importance of the cry of wisdom and why it screams out. The knowledge is there. It, why, the wisdom is there from Scripture, from God. It's, he can use the surroundings to teach us the truth. For, for example, you can look at the events of today and all of the protests and riots, and while some of it, at least the premise, 
is this constitution. A lot of this is just chaotic, and it's of Satan, and, and I think it's wrong. And you look at that. Why? Because wisdom screams that this is not the way to solve it. And you can, you can see God's principles flowing. One, the greatest need is not social justice. The greatest need is Jesus. I don't care what political party you are. The greatest need is Jesus. He's the one that gives an answer because there truly should be, and in many cases it should be according to what Jesus wants, there is unity and acceptance at the foot of the cross. If we are walking with Jesus as we should. So I, you know, there's wisdom all around. But then, so there's the call where she's coming trying to help us to recognize it. Um, verse 10, there is, um, there's the cost. I, I think I have that as the cost of, of wisdom. Receive my instruction and not silver. And knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate, wisdom states. So what we see is we see wisdom in a structure more important than silver and gold and then rubies. Here's what we're saying. I can have all the money this world can offer me, but that doesn't mean I have wisdom. It doesn't mean I know what to do with it. Some of the wealthiest people in our country are not the smartest people. They're not the wisest people. Some of the things they say are foolish, arrogant, ridiculous, selfish, prideful. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that's all money because there's some wealthy people the opposite way. Money, in our culture, money establishes who the smart, wise people are because they must be to have money. It's not always true. Sometimes money is a result of shrewd people who are willing to step over other people to get what they want. Sometimes it's a sign of selfish people. Not always, but sometimes. Money does not dictate someone's value. Money does not dictate someone's intelligence. Money doesn't dictate much of any of this. All money dictates is you know how to make money. That's it. Wisdom says, how do I use the money? How do I treat other people? How do I live life? And, and, and that is so much more valuable than anything this world can offer materially. And I'll tell you this, anybody who has any level of money and will look back, I can promise you something. So they may deny it at first, but I can promise you this. While money will bring level of happiness and satisfaction and things, it will not bring complete fulfillment. Because only Jesus can. And I dare tell you that those who enjoy great wealth no, they're still missing something. They don't know exactly what it is, and that is Jesus. That's why they often say, uh, there's a statistic I read a few years ago that uh, I want, I, I don't know if the number's right, but something like 75% of NFL football players within two to three years of being out of the NFL are broke. Uh, they got all this money, but they don't have the wisdom to deal with it. Money doesn't give you value. Your value is found in Jesus and how much he loves you and who he's made you to be. Wisdom helps you to work through those things. And so it's so much more important than the material things. But then we see not only the cry of wisdom and the cost of wisdom, but then we look down and see the counsel of wisdom in verse 14. Counsel is mine. Again, wisdom is speaking. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes degree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. He repeats the area of finances. Riches and honor are with me. Ye durable riches are my righteousness. Now, here's interesting. So we got counsel. There's the cost. It's more important than value than the things of the world. But now we say, listen, the kings, good kings, use wisdom. 
This is the thing that, that brings power, that brings leadership. Anybody who can good, do good in the position of opportunity they've been given does it by wisdom. They need wisdom. These are the things. They need more than that than money or power. They need wisdom. And this is what God says. This is so, so important that in wisdom you will find counsel. That's why it's important to get counsel from other people. You gain wisdom. You're always seeking, how, how do I deal with a situation? Gaining wisdom to know how to deal with this. I, he's, verse 17, wisdom says, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Those that, uh, a lot of times people go to scripture and say, that means morning devotions. Uh, really what this means is those that are willing to seek me out before all the other things of the world will find me. Yeah, sometimes what we look at a lot of times in life is when there's a problem, the last thing we do is go to the Word of God looking for wisdom and answers. Uh, that should be the first thing we do. The first thing we should do should step out and look for God's answers. But I like it. You know, he says that in verse 10 through 13, this is more important than money, but look what he says in verse 18. Riches and honor are with me. Ye durable riches and righteousness. Now, other passages of Scripture talk about how riches make themselves like wings when they fly away. Riches and wealth in their own can disappear. I mean, we've seen in the last six months the stock market tank to a recession to not that long ago. We're talking about record numbers again. Uh, money, you just don't, you can't look at the way the world looks at it and think everything's good. Uh, and yet we still sit in a bit of a struggle of an economy due to work. Um, you can't look at money that way. He goes, but durable riches and righteousness. Sometimes people think if I'm going to be spiritual and wise, I can't be wealthy. I disagree with that. I think true wealth and wealth that I can use to help and encourage other people and use the way God wants me to comes from wisdom. You can be rich. That doesn't always mean you're wealthy. Wealthy meaning you're fulfilled with what you've given. You don't need more and you're not always trying to, if I can just get another billion or another million, and then I'm fulfilled in what God has been able to give me. Uh, but yet you can gain wisdom. I've seen people, Christians, that in wisdom have been able to find themselves wealthy as a result of following God's plan. So he talks about the counsel that it can bring. And then he goes on and says you know, more about that. Uh, but let's go to verse 23. Now, um, I wanted to alliterate all four of these points. You know, we've got the call, we've got, we've got the cry of it, we've got the cost of it, we've got the counsel of it. And I spent a few minutes before doing this and I just couldn't find another C. So if you find the C for this fourth one, someone's got to text me or comment it down there in the comments below so that I can at some point make a fourth point of alliteration. And alliteration is all letters start with C. I don't have it. But in verse 23, it starts this thought, which I basically talked about um, the age, um, when we talk about the age of wisdom. I was set up from everlasting, from beginning or from wherever the earth was. Before the earth was established, wisdom was there. When there was no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth. Um, uh, I missed the other, I was looking at something else, I can't remember what it was. Uh, when he prepared the heavens, I was there, when, and verse 27, when he set a compass upon the face of the death, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep. Verse 32, now therefore hearken unto me, O you children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Let me incur, um, verse 20, let's go ahead, verse 35. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and obtaineth the favor of the Lord. Can I just stop with that thought? Isn't that what we want, the favor of the Lord? So wisdom is something that God offers. Obviously, wisdom comes from God. 
So that's what we're seeking. Uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we come to God for more than knowledge, but wisdom. God gives us knowledge, but wisdom is what we're striving after. And when we look at this, this is why we can trust this wisdom, because you see, wait a minute, the Bible's thousands of years old and the things of today are so new. No, the Bible's thousands of years old. The Bible was there before the Word was even created because the Bible says in John 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. God, John, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Bible, they're all one. This is the physical form of the Bible we've been given. Physical form of God through the Bible we've been given. His love letter to us. So we have been given His inspired, His words to us. So what we look at supersedes human history. And so you look at this and you say, may God knew what people were like and the events we see today, they're nothing new. Yeah, they present themselves uniquely to our culture, but they themselves are not new. And we can look at this and we can get some great wisdom to deal with the events of our day and then find favor. I hope that's what you want. Obviously, if you're watching or listening to this, more than likely, that is what you want. And this is a great way. Today, I encourage you again, there are four good reasons to seek wisdom because it calls out, it wants us to find it because uh, how the cost, the value of it, it's counsel to help us in daily life. And then how the age of it, again, I wish I could find a four seek. Can I remind you of the verse that really kind of stuck with me when I was reading this? Um, when we look at wisdom and following the instruction we've been given to it, verse 22 of chapter six again, when thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. That's really what we want. Really, that's the, that's the peace in dealing with every part of our life. That's where we can find peace and security uh, through wisdom and through what God has given us, following his, what he's given to us. It won't always make sense, but it'll always turn out to be right. Thank you for giving us another opportunity to be part of your day and finishing your week with us this Friday. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope to see you Sunday as we have our in-person service at 10 o'clock and then the evening service at 6 o'clock. Both of those will be live streamed. We hope you join us in service if you can or online. We look forward to another great weekend as we worship Jesus and thank him for his strength in the midst of crazy times. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you have a great weekend.